Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Grab a Bible and turn to Acts chapter 7 today where we're picking up uh, right in the middle of the early church moving out to evangelize and to disciple the world around them. Last time we were together in chapter 6, we covered uh, the laying on of hands, the choosing and the laying on of hands of the early church's first deacons. And then they went on to talk about kind of Superman deacon uh, Stephen, who went out and was beyond waiting tables. He had a voice on him and he had a great ability to debate and he got into it with all the powers that be at that time. And that's exactly where we're going to pick it up this week as uh, those who were against Stephen, well, they went out and got a bunch of people who would lie against him tell stories about him, and now he'd been hauled up in front of the tribunal, and this is where we pick it up. Verse 1, chapter 7, book of Acts. The high priest said, are these things so? Now, again, the deacon Stephen, a follower of Christ, was being falsely accused. His enemies were charging him with false doctrine and blasphemous statements. I think it's such an irony that one so committed to the righteous and holy adherence to God's words, who would find himself in this kind of situation. But as we said previously, any dedicated follower of Christ who is out there to serve Jesus is sooner or later going to be on the receiving end of these kind of charges. They're going to be on the receiving end of lies and innuendos. Now, Stephen, he didn't respond in anger at all here, nor did he really even try to defend himself. He moved in a firm, yet in a loving way, to point out the fundamental error in their understanding of God. Again, not in their understanding of Him, but he wanted to debate their misunderstanding of God. Verse 2, he said, Brothers and fathers, listen. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. And he said to him, Get out of your land and away from your relatives and come into the land which I will show you. Then he came out of the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And from there, when his father was dead, God moved him into this land where you are now living. So, beginning here almost with an air of gentle persuasion, Stephen starts uh, his defense by marching down the road of Jewish history. He began by painting a clear and mighty picture of a coming Messiah and the fact that Jesus, well, he was the embodiment of prophecy and the embodiment of scripture. Stephen begins by presenting as fact the reality that God's plans were simply undeterred by individual disobedience. Even while given specific instructions to follow God to a new country, the land of Canaan, and to leave his relatives behind, Abraham failed. He failed immediately because he failed to obey God. He actually settled in Haran and brought Lot, his nephew, with him. So he began his relationship with God and following God by messing up. 
We do also need to note that Abraham was not a Jew at this point. He wasn't a Jew because there wasn't any. In fact, he wasn't even a follower of Jehovah when he was called. In fact, he was an idol-worshipping pagan. And yet, despite that fact, God had a plan to change first that man into the father of the blessed Jewish nation and then would use him to move the world. As his explanation continues... It became evident that Stephen is declaring his belief and participation in Jewish history and Jewish culture and Jewish promise. So he wasn't writing off the Jewish people. He certainly wasn't uh, negating the Jewish nation. His pre- presentation concerning the person of Christ, as well as the person of Stephen himself, was saying that the both of them, neither of them came to destroy but rather to fulfill Matthew 5:17 Verse 5 says he gave no inheritance in it no not so much as to set his foot on this is speaking back again to Abraham and the land in which God was directing him to he promised that he would give it to him for a possession and to his offspring after him when he still had no child God spoke in this way that his offspring would live as aliens in a strange land and that they would be enslaved and mistreated for 400 years. So Stephen, who had been accused of speaking against the temple, that holy place, now tells of a God who was both found and communicated with, not in a temple, but in a foreign land. Not in a local church building, but in a foreign land. In adverse situations. There was no temple here, there was no priesthood, and yet God still did his work and found his man. He does not debate God's ultimate plan here, or he did not negate again the use of the temple and all of its ways or Judaism in its present form. He simply presented a reality that God is and was never restricted by, well, by such earthly packaging While God blessed Abraham again and again, it was actually that relationship, that wonderful, tight bond that was at the foundation. Not not the possessing of buildings, not, not religious institutions that somehow marked Abraham as, I don't know, especially deserving of his blessing. Even through adversity and testing, God remained forever at Abraham's side always caring, always watching. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.